What is going on, FA Nation? Welcome to March, and welcome to another edition of the Family Times Podcast here on FantasyAlarm.com. My name is Justin Fetsterman, along with the usual family crew of Matt Sells and Ryan Hallam. We're going to talk a lot of sports. When you got us three here, you never know which sport. It's going to be highlighted a bit, but feeling we're going to the pigskins a bit with the quarterback carousel spinning a little quickly these days. So, Ryan, let's start with you, man. First of all, what's going on? And second of all, dude, Russell Wilson, the mayor of New Orleans, wants him there. They're pleading for him. What's going on? Is this all going to be hot air and a waste of our time? And then Matt Sells, we love you. You can definitely follow up. I, I definitely think at the end of the day he's going to stay put. Uh, just. <laughs> I understand he's a little upset, especially the way they ran the offense in the second half of the season. I, I just feel like he's so entrenched there, and, and him and, and Pete Carroll have had a pretty good uh, rapport over the years. That I'd be kind of surprised if he was moved. Uh, it, it seems to get be getting a little bit worse as time goes on. I thought for a while it was it was go, going to die, and then it started to come back up a little bit. Yeah, I mean, I I don't I I don't have a problem with him. Like asking for a trade to light a fire under their front office to hey get me an offensive line so I don't have to be running for my freaking life every dang play. Um, he's already got some solid weapons around him, obviously, but you know the the offensive line is highly questionable. The defense isn't anywhere close to what it used to be. They're making some strides there, but compared to what the other teams in that division are doing. I don't blame them for trying to light a fire. And now they've got J.J. Watt to contend with in that division because J.J. Watt said, source me on Twitter and signed a two-year deal with the Cardinals today for, what, $31 million and 23 yeah, mil guaranteed? Two years. So I, f- I find it hilarious, though, because earlier in the day, Field Yates tweeted that J.J. Watt changed his Peloton uh like description, I guess it said SB fifty six dot 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 Cleveland dot 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 Buffalo dot 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 Green Bay, right? I'm like, well, that's weird. A, I don't think he's gonna go to Cleveland and face his brothers twice a year, right? Like that would be stupid. And then, like an hour and a half later, he signs with Arizona. So <laughs> I don't that, know that turned out that turned out to be a fake thing. I, I saw today the Peloton. Yeah, he okay. also came out and it's like, I don't have a damn bike or something like that. So also, that was, it's a KJ Watt, so, like, I don't that know That was why. someone with too much time on their hands. Yeah. Can, well, can I ask you so, guys something? How stupid does Houston have to be, honestly, at this point? I mean, Arizona's got two of their top guys. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I saw something today. Where's the Kyler Murray for Deshaun Watson trade? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It may Houston, happen. Houston, yeah, would be lucky. Uh, Houston would be lucky to get that back. So I, I don't know where what book it was placed on, but I started seeing these reports earlier that all of a sudden all these long shot bets are coming in on the Jets. And you, you wonder why. And I, it's just I don't see Seattle getting rid of Russell Wilson. I don't understand why they would do that. The class this guy brings to the organization, I, I just don't understand and if he's reiterated that he has not demanded a trade why the hell guys are we going to be talking about this crap for now the next few months because it's the nfl and the nfl rules everything around it I like that's kind of true i mean 
I guess we've I mean, got the draft next month, right? Well, I mean, there are other quarterbacks who could be on the like Deshaun Watson. I mean, where do you guys think at this point he's going to end up? I mean, I almost feel like that's become almost a non-factor of a story. Yeah, I I do think he's going to move. I I don't know where yet. Uh, I see Chicago is is a big one. Uh, I think New Orleans is going to make some sort of play for a quarterback. I won't be surprised if when that's all said and done. Uh, it's got to be somebody with a lot of draft capital because you got to figure uh, he's going to go for a, a, a haul. He As a Jets fan, a I would desperately hope that they give up their number two, number oh, three, yes. number four, number five, number six, number seven give picks. Up everything. Give up. Pull a, pull a uh, what was it, the Ricky Williams? Yes, in Herschel Walker. Herschel Walker. But but honestly, for the Saints, when the Saints drafted Ricky Williams, they traded like everybody to go after Ricky Williams. Do that, but but this is Deshaun Watson. But but let's be real, guys. This is why, because in sports now, over the last decade or so, draft picks have become the cat's meow. Everybody's like, that's the ultimate asset. Draft picks, rising stars and expiring contracts aren't as wanted anymore without those draft picks. So, but here's the problem. You keep stacking draft picks. Like I always give this example, the Oklahoma City Thunder have a zillion draft picks in the next three years. It's great to have a lot of draft picks, but you got to be able to package a good amount of those picks so you could get potentially a franchise changing player like a Deshaun Watson. So if the Jets are having any kind of doubt, they shouldn't, they should give up Every and they're going to be asked to give up a lot. And yeah, I mean, as opposed every- to drafting Zach Wilson, I mean, come on, are you serious? Zach Wilson couldn't even throw his way out of a paper bag in college. What is he going to do in the NFL with no weapons and no offensive line? No, but you go after the guy who's proven himself already. Yeah, and he's twenty-five. Does anybody realize that Deshaun Watson's still only twenty-five years old? I mean, come on. And the guy just set a record for highest passer rating for a team with a sub 500 record in NFL history. His passer rating last year was like over a hundred. Yep. Ryan, let me ask you this regarding your 49ers. What do you, what do you think they end up with? Who's going to be throwing the football? Jimmy Garoppolo. There's no, there's never been a credible report from anything outside of the, inside the organization that they're trying to move on from him. This is completely media, media driven. I don't understand it. They're talking about getting a better backup. I heard they talked to call Carolina about uh, Bridgewater, but Garoppolo's the quarterback. I don't know why anyone has, it's just like, I don't know where the rumors come from this guy. I, he's been hurt for two of the last three years. I see them getting a really good uh, uh, backup because they've had, junk behind him and that's why they've been terrible for two of the last three years uh i think it's gonna be like an andy dalton situation this year in dallas oh well if Dak goes down we're good and then Dak went down and they were kind of okay but i i think they're going to get a serious backup but i don't think garoppolo is in any way in jeopardy of being replaced unless somehow they pull off something for deshaun watson that's the only way i can see them changing quarterbacks i love their pieces so much i love it so much i, I just I'm only thinking right now, as I close my eyes and think about this, what Brandon Ayuk and Debo Samuel are going to go for in drafts, because I want a piece of one, if not both of them. I do, Hallam. I don't care who's throwing the football. I think, oh, especially Brandon Ayuk. I forgot who it was that first told me. You know what? Dan Servodidio. Our college basketball writer, who, by the way, just got engaged. Congratulations, oh, nice. Servo. But 
he was the one I remember. He came on the show. He's like, dude, Brandon Ayuk in that 49ers situation is perfect. You and I have talked about him all the time. And this is someone who can also run with the football, too. Everybody's an enigma now. No one only, it's almost like NBA's positionless. Here comes NFL. So that, that I'm so excited. I mean, Helm, thinking about it, not even taking the rankings too seriously. Is this someone, Brandon Ayuk, that you think you'll have to pay fifth round value for in half point PPR 12 team leagues? I, I wouldn't be surprised at all if that was the case. Uh, I think he might end up going, I think there's a possibility he goes ahead of Samuel. Uh, with the, the injury problems Debo had last year, he had that, that terrible foot fracture, uh, and, which, you know, he came back and played when he could, but uh, that's, that's something that usually takes a long time to come back from. And Ioke not only showed, like you said, that he can run, you know, after he catches the ball, he showed he's a pretty decent deep threat uh, a, a few times during the season too. So I, I think he has a shot to be the number one wide receiver. Obviously, Kittle is going to be the, the most targeted guy. Uh, but I, I think that Ayuk has a chance to be, you know, the number one wide receiver on the team. Sells you pay in that price? Fifth round, val- fifth round value? Let me tell you, I'm going to give you a little situation. You have at this point, fifth round, you have two backs and two wide receivers. You're not thinking tight end at this point. No, because I've lost out on Kelsey and I've lost out on Kittle. So now and- you're looking at him and I'm going to give you, I'm going to put this on you. You're starting three receivers in this league. So this is your three of potentially four weekly starting receivers. How you like these situations? Oh, you're the best at this. <laughs> mm. You're turning me on a little bit. I'll give you one, Hal. We'll, we'll play it. Um, yeah, I'd probably take Ayuk. Um, I mean, I don't have a problem with that. I think he proved that no matter who's throwing him the ball last year and no matter the matchup, he's pretty safe to play. He's kind of a Terry McLaurin for me. Because McLaurin, like it didn't matter who the hell was throwing him the ball, um, throwing him the ball. And by the way, he's probably going to have a different guy throwing him the ball uh, next year because it looks like Washington, for whatever friggin' reason, is getting rid of Alex Smith. Why? They have a guy who the offense is going to run through a wall for, and just one comeback player of the year. And by the way, is literally the only reason they made the playoffs because they won like all five of the games he started. Um, and they're gonna they're gonna release him. Like, I don't know if they're trying to save money and then try to sign him back on a lower, but I'll give you I'll give you a sneaky spot for Alex Smith to land in. New England. Ooh. New England I, needs a quarterback, right? He's captain check down with the running backs, which Bill Belichick loves to run. They don't throw it deep all that often in New England. There are a bunch of shorter routes, crossing routes. It's all about game management and ball control, which is what Alex Smith specializes in you could get a 36 year old alex smith on that patriots team for not that much money and immediately become contenders again in the afc two things i want to say real quick about alex smith one if you ever want to know uh how much of an absolute toilet bowl that twitter is uh, i saw i saw a tweet yesterday and it was like somebody tweeted about alex smith and the reply was Worst comeback player of the year ever. I was like, oh my god, that's the stupidest <laughs> thing I've ever heard. Like, legitimately, the dude almost had his leg amputated, and now he's back playing football. I'm, not not now, Smith. <laughs> I'm not now a Smith fan, but they should name the, the award after him after that comeback. You can't hit Steven Sims, not good enough. 
But anyway, I think I, I think Washington is moving on from. I, I think they're they're trying to find their future, uh, and I think that he could be in the way if he if he comes in there and they draft somebody, they're bringing a young guy. Uh, I think there's a lot of pressure to play Smith, or, or you know he's going to be on the sidelines, uh, you know, m- making it difficult to play a young guy. I, I just get that Why feeling. Not yeah, it's, I, I don't know. I'm not saying – maybe I'm wrong. It's just the feeling I'm getting. And I'm not saying it's a good idea. Uh, they don't – they haven't made a lot of great decisions in that they organization. They Taylor Heineke. Yeah. As far they, as I'm aware, it, that's the extent of their quarterback depth. Nick now, granted, like that guy deal. almost beat Tom Brady in the playoffs, but almost doesn't count. No, it does not. I, 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 the only reason I can think of that they're dumping him. It's bad PR. Like you said, he's probably a, a great guy to mentor. Uh, my, my only thought is, is they don't want – the the calls for Alex Smith to come in with with somebody young is the only way I can wrap my head around what trying to change the character of your team after your owner gets accused of being racist and a sexual predator, and then uh, you know your coach beats cancer, your starting quarterback comes back from nearly having his leg amputated, and you go, nope, that's enough good news for us. We're <laughs> going to cut that guy. Like, yeah, that makes sense. It makes absolutely no it's sense. It's the entire reason that Daniel Snyder will never win anything in Washington. Yeah. By the way, guys, do you think Cam Newton is done as a starter yes. in the NFL? I, I I do. I know there was a it was a terrible weapons, a terrible offense, uh, but I, I, he just looked lost. But I, I, I know, know. He just, Brady made the playoffs with those same weapons. Yeah, yeah. I, I just I, I just didn't like anything I saw. I didn't like his decision making. I didn't like his arm strength. I didn't like his accuracy. Uh, he was just in there to to run it in from the five. It's like the only thing that he seemed motivated to do. Yeah, he's like the first quarterback since I don't know the nineteen fifties to have more rushing touchdowns than passing touchdowns in in a single season. Like that was a hein- like I give it to the kid for criticizing him in his own quarterback camp. Like, why are you taking pointers <laughs> from that guy right now? Yeah, I, I got you know when I did the game previews, I I, I don't you know, I write about pretty much every fantasy relevant player, but I always write about the quarterback because you know two quarterbacks are super flex, or you never know. It got to the point towards the end of the year that I considered just skipping him. That's how fantasy irrelevant he became. Uh, so it was just it was a painful. It was really a painful season for him. I I, I wish better for him, but I I, I feel like the the injuries have just added up too much for him, and I don't think that he's mobile enough to be as inaccurate and as bad decision-making as he is. Like, I think we question, you know, people question Lamar Jackson's uh, passing skills to an extent, but he's so electric with his legs that he can make up for it, and, and Cam is right now, in my opinion, deficient in both. I've got two more quarterbacks I want to ask you guys about, and maybe it's a done deal in your mind, two veterans – Number one, Ben Roethlisberger, the money. It's not really adding up at the moment. I feel like at the end of the day, he's going to still be playing for the Steelers. But it, it's not adding up right now. And number two, Drew Brees, is he done? No, not based on that workout video he like, released. Like, what What the hell is this? Like, is this the year of misinformation? I, I seriously, you can't believe Anything you read, maybe I'm scarred from all the NBA crap I have to deal with every single day. But I know the the NFL, there was some weird reporting, too, throughout the year. Guys, I feel like you can't believe anything anymore. Well, the reporting on Breeze, I'm pretty sure, came from his own mouth. 
Right? Didn't it say he was leaning? Like he said before the playoffs that he was leaning South, towards Doc retirement. Doc Rivers said before tonight's game that Joel Embiid is very questionable. And then we get a note 40 minutes later. He's starting. I mean, I thought it was weird when they rescheduled Breeze's contract. And like, why if he's retiring? So I, like, didn't I, he save like $24 million or something off his. Yeah, I, I didn't understand. Like, he had his kids playing on the field after that game against the, the Bucks. So you're like, oh, they're letting the kids play in the field the one last time. And then he restructures his contract, and then the other video. So I I don't know. You took the lace. <laughs> yeah, that guy was a that, that guy was a. That piece. was your narrative. The kids are playing on the field, so that's got to yeah. be it. They literally said it during the broadcast that this I is probably it. the last time he's on a football field. Well, and so, by the way, so, when he walked off, that so look I, he gave to the fans was like the retirement look. Hey, cells. I think we've learned in the last twelve months that probable means jack crap. Okay. <laughs> We need 100% certainty. He said he was likely to retire. Why are we talking about this right now? Why haven't we thrown him the parade and the bells and the whistles? Why are we talking about this? Because he saved $24 million and released a workout video that looks like he's trying out for Beachbody. (laughs) Like, that workout video is nuts. I never even thought... I haven't thought about Breeze in a month. You're right, Pensy. This should be... And then now I'm starting. Now I think he's going to come back. Yeah, that's the problem that we're talking about this right now. And you're right. We had the whole kids thing and Tom Brady going, oh, or, you know what? Time. Conspiracy theory. Maybe it's because he heard the mayor begging for Russell Wilson and he didn't want to be forgotten. So he released the, wow. the video to go, hey, guys, I still got it. You want Russell? You want to trade something for Russell Wilson? Yes. Or you want to keep the Hall of Famer no. who just saved you $24 million? Nope, we'll trade for Russell Wilson. Thanks anyway, Drew. I mean, maybe he wants more one more ring. I mean, it's not that far away. If he if they don't have to barely pay him anything, they can load up the team and give him one last ride. I'd be all right with that. I'd like Drew Brees to for most for the most part. He also, by the way, told Jameis Winston on the sideline of that game, "It's your team now." Like he's literally on video. You know what? It's the heat of the moment, man. I know. It's the heat of the moment, you know? I'm just saying, that's why we were talking about him retiring, and now he's like, not. How, how many times did Muhammad Ali retire? He retired like seven times. Well, are we times. counting the time he got banned from boxing because he allegedly uh, avoided the draft? Or no, that talking has about nothing when he... to do with <laughs> And he went to jail for that. How many times did Jordan retire? But, but that's the thing. Jordan retired because he wasn't challenged anymore. That's why. Did Ali you, came back because completion percentage? What? Did you see Drew Brees' completion percentage? <laughs> <laughs> Look, man, I don't know. Again, why are we talking about this right now? It's because it's not going away. But if I'm Pittsburgh, I'm not re-signing Big Ben. Oh, they already said they're going to, though. Yeah. They, they, they don't, they don't know what the money is. I mean, what are you going to do? They're already over cap. Uh, well, that's why they're restructuring, because isn't it like close to $40 million against the cap? Mm-hmm. Isn't that what his deal is? Yeah, yep. so they're restructuring it, but the, it hasn't been done yet. See, this is why we talk about the QB carousel, what's going on. You think that we stop covering football in the offseason? Hell no, we don't. Hey, here's a question. Who makes what? the who makes the playoffs first? Matthew Stafford or Jared Goff? See, that's funny because when I saw the, the, the note of what we we're going to talk about and it said QB carousel, that's what I figured we were going to be talking about, Stafford and Goff, and we haven't talked about them at all yet. That's how crazy it is. We covered that deal already a few weeks back. 
Yeah, uh, but, I, but who, I, who makes the playoffs first? Stafford. I don't even know where the Lions' offense you, is and their defense. You is know, terrible. I'm going to go with Staff. I'm going to tell you why. I'm going to go with Stafford, and that's because for two dollars yesterday, I bought a Cam Akers rookie insert. So, I, and that's right. going to be the big reason why Stafford makes the playoffs. It's because Sean McVay is going to realize I was wrong. I was wrong. I need to use this guy. Give this guy Cam Akers twenty to twenty three carries a game. And not it's even not a, a, it. It's actually, if you dig into it, though, it's a little bit more of an interesting question because the Lions got first-round picks, right, in that swap? Or they gave them up? No, the Lions got them. The Lions got them. So they got at least two first-round picks this year, theirs and the Rams, right? So they can load up with some talent. The NFC North, aside from the Packers, is not that good. No, right? but their defense is. Terrible in their offense. They're going to have no receivers. They 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 have Galladay or Marvin Jones. They can have DeAndre Swift and Hawkinson. They right, but if you can if you can go if they can somehow manage nine and seven, they might be able to pull a wild card spot out. Fair. We'll have to see. But if the Rams that NFC West is ridiculous, right? And now you add JJ Watt next to Chandler Jones for the Cardinals. And another year of Kyler Murray getting to know DeAndre Hopkins and whoever the heck they're going to draft. Like, also, I'm not entirely sure that Sean McVay is still the coach everybody claims Sean McVay is. I think That's the fine. Super Bowl. But I think they have the talent. Yeah, they have, the defense is ridiculous. Yeah. yeah. And they have the talent on offense. They have pieces. They do. Well, it's- yeah. I mean, assuming that... We talk about franchise changing if if Deshaun Watson is traded to a team like the Jets, but the Jets don't have pieces right now. No, they don't. They have Denzel Mims and what, LaMichael Pirine? No, he doesn't count. Uh, But what if Stafford gets injured, right? Stafford's got a longer list of injury history than Jerry Goff. His leg could be half off and he (laughs) is playing. (laughs) He would... He would get the yeah. Alex Smith sack, and he would get back in the game. Yeah, you're gonna have to like you're going to have to physically restrain him, and for him to not play. Also, so, can we talk about the fact that two high school friends are now in the same city in Stafford and Kershaw? I did not know that. They I, yes, St- Kershaw was actually the center for Matt Stafford on their high school football team. Intr- look at you. That's why he's the show. They went to the same high school just outside of Dallas. You know, you know what, Helm? That sounds like something you bring to a family table. And that's there like you always find good pieces of info at the family table. So sells. That's like a little bonus you give us. Any other brain busters you want to give us for the family table? No, that's the only relevant fact I can think of right now. <laughs> Very nice. Although Sean McVay, I think, is still younger than me. Let's let's just not talk. <laughs> All right, Brian, oh, Alan, bring both of you. Better. Stop! I'm the oldest one here. Family table, please. I I am bringing my latest bracket to the family table. It is there the fast go. food tournament. Uh, find me on Twitter at Fighting Chance if you don't already. Uh, we are. I guess this is going to go up tomorrow. We're doing this Monday night, uh, and tomorrow will be the the last day of the first round. So come and get some some fun brackets. Make uh, make your votes heard on what's the best fast food joint in America. Uh, it's been a little. It's it was weird because I you know there's some regional ones that I had a hard time seeding against some of the big national behemoths, but uh, it's been fun. 
getting a lot of interaction on this one. So uh, find me on Fighting Chance and, and uh, vote on your favorite fast food. Dude, joint. I'm going to say one thing, Hallam. Okay. I don't know if it's possible, but I want to see Moe's take down McDonald's. The Moe's sauce bar, it's a revelation. It's amazing. Chipotle has missed the boat thus far on this. And I'm just telling everybody right now that when you vote, I'm not trying to skew the vote at all. I want to see McDonald's go down because McDonald's should go down and Moe's should defeat it. Well, Moe's is not going to get past A&W without oh, a... come a, on. Are you kidding me? Who's a and voting w for these things? <laughs> A&W is like three to, three, three to one at over Moe's right now. 99% of the world doesn't know A&W serves food. They just think it's a root beer. That's ridiculous. I hate that. That's yeah, awful. It's, it, there's it 58 to votes, including mine, which I just placed while we're recording this. Wait, did you just vote A&W? No. Okay, good. Thank I you. voted Moe's. Yeah, no, Moe's is freaking I awesome. like the root beer from A&W, but the food is better at Moe's. Yeah, that's... I like Moe's. The there sauce are 58 bar, votes in this thing with 20 hours left, and it's 72.4 to 27.6 in favor of A&W. That's terrible. That's that is a horrifying result. That should change. <laughs> that's that's awful. The the Moe's sauce bar is so clutch and it's so excellent. And here's Chipotle trying to be like Kudoba and look at this disgusting looking queso. Meanwhile, Moe's has this amazing sauce bar that no one knows about because their marketing sucks. How about <laughs> your is your favorite one who is Kaiser Soze too, like mine? Which what? It's there's one called Who is Kaiser Soze, like the uh, usual suspects. Oh, I didn't know that. Oh, well, maybe that's just the one here. I don't know. Maybe they have different ones in different areas. I, I'm that's just, what... dude, I'm just saying to you, I just, there's a green salsa, there's mm -hmm. a tomatillo sauce, which is like a tomato y pico de gallo. Then there's the red sauce, which is spicy as hell. They're just really good sauces. They're all very good sauces. And you, you can take as many. Yeah, I'm the guy that takes 15 sauces, and that's okay. <laughs> You know what? It's all right. I use every single one of them. And they get I, the soda machine with the, all the things. They just press the button. There's so like 50 sodas in there. I have a problem with those, Hallam. Uh -oh. Those are often impacted, and you see them at movie theaters be, with water. Somehow, some way, they break. And half the time that I've used those, I have this dirty water that's coming into my cup, man. I can't take it with those machines. Those machines should be excellent. Those machines should be able to give you like Santa, give you exactly what you want. But I don't want dirty looking water when I'm supposed to get cream soda or something like that. But I die. My family go vote, go vote and uh, retweet to, and tell people to vote for Moe's. Yes, vote. welcome to Moe's. Vote for Moe's. I'm actually going to talk about something that actually helped me to second place in the Family Times podcast Fantasy Baseball Listener League last year, and that's being part of the Mock Draft Army. I have not been a part of the Mock Draft Army, and shame on me because Andy Spiteri, the gas doc, does an incredible job of keeping it organized. What is the Mock Draft Army? Some of you, well, you could get ready for your fantasy baseball drafts by mock drafting with us, the staff, and some of FA Nation. But it's not just the draft. It's your own personal chat where during the draft, you guys are chatting. Now, why am I in there? I'm in there because I want to draft well and I want to train myself. But me being host of Alarm After Hours, I want to see what players that you guys 
who are most interested in talking about it. And I want to bring them up to the forefront. I want to talk to the expert analysts and I want to find out what exactly we need to know about these players. A lot of rounds and a lot of positions to cover. And that's why you could do throughout the week. There's normally three to four days worth of mock drafts. And here's the one thing. You sign up. You show up. They're on RT Sports. They're all over Twitter. We're promoting them heavily. And Ryan, I know that you could speak a little bit more about this, but that's the big thing. When we take ADP data from this stuff, when you sign up, you show up. Yep. Yeah, and that's it's you know you don't find in a lot of other places. You mock draft and it's six bots, or by the fifth round, there's ten bots, and you're you're getting you're not getting you're, a real draft. It's learning anything. Like one of the reasons why I was able to come in second place and beat Matt Sells's ass last year was because <laughs> I went to about. 10, 12 mock drafts, and I was ready. I knew when some of the – I knew because we drafted with a lot of FA Nation. I knew what players I had to move up the charts, and that's what you learn. Practice makes perfect. For Matt Sells, Ryan, were you about to say one more thing? I am the commissioner of Wednesday's draft. Uh, Spateri has the week off, so come mock with me. There's three spots left. At Fighting Chance, get the info. Ryan is always down to help out. Ryan's just such a darn awesome dude. So is my buddy Matt Sells as well. He tolerates me most days and has to deal with those starting five videos on FantasyAlarm.com. I owe him some kind of steak dinner in the next probably 24 months when this pandemic has finally (laughs) subsided. Let's all dominate together. We'll be back next week. And most importantly, let's win.